You're listening to the Slow Brew Sunday podcast, the show that encourages you to take things slow, one cup at a time. I'm your host, Jules Acri, and I'm here to help you ease into your week with your Sunday cup of encouragement, intentional shifts, and mindful productivity tips. So grab your favorite mug, take a deep breath, and let's slow brew together. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I'm going to kick off this episode with some of my current joys, catch you up on a little bit of life before diving into today's topic. First, let's talk about the books I've read this month. In another life, I would be a bookstagrammer, or maybe in this life, who knows? I'm really enjoying the fantasy romance genre, and I'm currently on book two of the Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss, but I did take a little break and read Dopamine Nation. This is a nonfiction book by Anna Limke. I hope I'm saying that right. And it explores our society's addiction to instant gratification and pleasure driven by dopamine. It's a deep dive into our modern world struggle with addictive behaviors from social media to substance abuse. And I found it just so, so interesting. I highly recommend everyone read it. Anyone who uses technology. I also read My Roommate is a Vampire. I was really intrigued because I really love the K-drama My Roommate is a Gamijo which is like a nine-tailed fox. So I thought maybe it would have some of those same vibes. I read it in two days. It's a quick palette cleanser from the Throne of Glass series, and I wanted something more Halloween-esque, but I give it two stars. You can skip that book, in my opinion. Beyond books, I recently booked a spontaneous trip to San Diego with my husband, and we are also bringing along my mom. I'm really excited to spend a few days exploring, so if you have any recs, send them my way. All right. Now onto the topic of today's episode. We've all had those days where the motivation just seems to have packed up and left, leaving us feeling stuck and overwhelmed. And trust me, yesterday was one of those days for me. I was sitting at my desk drinking my matcha and I had plans to shoot my next YouTube video. But the weather outside was really dark and gloomy, which was completely out of sync with the vibe I was wanting for this particular video. And I felt frustrated because I could just feel the weight of my to-do list growing heavier. And I thought, ah, another day where I don't get anything impactful done. Now, motivation is a sticky, tricky little beast. It's not like a lost item that you can simply find and then boom, you're back in the flow. This is especially true when stress, anxiety, or depression are in the mix. There are countless factors that can throw a wrench in our ability to quote unquote find motivation. But here's a thought. Perhaps motivation isn't something to be found, but something that we have to actively create for ourselves. So there I was, feeling bogged down, wrestling with feelings of stuckness, not enoughness. But instead of letting those feelings take over my day, I decided to sit with it, to really acknowledge and understand it. I closed my eyes, I took several deep breaths in and out, trying to study and calm my nervous system. And then out loud, I said to myself, we are not wasting today. It was only 10 a.m. and there was no way I was going to let the entire day slip through my fingers. I decided right then and there to show up just as I was. I wasn't at my best, but I was also far from my worst and that meant today had potential to be meaningful. So if you've ever found yourself wondering how to stay motivated, how to avoid burnout, or 
simply how to turn a bad day around, you are in the right place. In today's episode, I want to share with you the real-time journey I took just yesterday to turn my day around. These small but impactful steps transformed my lack of motivation into a day of productivity and positivity. And the best part, I even documented the whole process in a vlog. So you can see exactly how these steps made a difference in my day. You can actually see the progression of my mood from the start of the vlog to the end. And I think it turned out to be kind of interesting. All right, let's dive in, let's get real, and let's create our motivation together. Here is my step-by-step -step of what I did yesterday to transform my day. The first thing I did was get up from my desk, put on a little makeup, get dressed, fix my new bangs, and just give myself a total reset. I'd been sitting there switching back and forth between tabs, not really accomplishing much of anything. And I realized that that was only going to drain my time and my energy and my self-trust. And so I got up. For me, getting dressed, putting on deodorant, this is the foundation. And when I'm physically refreshed, it signals to my brain that, yeah, I'm going to show up today regardless of how I'm feeling. Now I'm going to turn this back to you. If you are currently in a funk what is one small thing that helps you reset? Okay, so that's number one for me. Get dressed for the day. Number two, pick one to two impactful tasks to focus on for the day. I sat down. I thought about what tasks would really move the needle forward for me today. For me, creating a YouTube video, recording a podcast, writing for my newsletter, brainstorming a new project, la 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 These are the things that keep the lights on and the wheels turning in my world. And on the flip side, checking emails, checking social media, posting on social media, these tasks are a part of the job, but they don't provide that same sense of accomplishment or progress. And they certainly don't lighten the load, so to speak. So yesterday, those tasks, they're on the back burner. They're not happening. You have to decide for yourself what tasks are the most impactful, what's going to lighten your load versus which ones might just be eating away at your time. So if you have any that come to mind, remember that. Pick one to two tasks. Number three, release that anxious energy. Before I could dive headfirst into my work, I needed to reset my energy. Sometimes that looks like jumping up and down, shaking out the stress, or stepping outside for a walk. Sometimes I will just walk up to the mailbox get the mail and walk back. And even though it's a short little blip in time, it really does a little something for me. Yesterday, I opted for my personal favorite, which is switching my desk from sitting to standing and rolling out my walking pad, which is my little under the desk treadmill. And let me just answer the question that I get asked all the time. Yes, the walking pad is so worth it. There is just something about walking while doing my work that gets me into the flow state and it really helps me to create that motivation from within. So shout out to my walking pad, shout out to my desk. My desk is from the brand Ergon Office and I bought this desk after much research. It ended up being the best investment I could have made for my workspace. I am planning on doing a whole desk tour for YouTube whenever the sun decides to come out. That was actually the video I was planning to film yesterday. And now my husband is wishing he got a sit-stand desk because while he has a beautiful solid wood desk, he sees how many steps I get in a day even when I'm glued to my desk and can't just go on an hour-long walk outside. I can still get so much done while also getting... 10,000 steps a day at least. 
Number four, set up your environment. Now with my energy reset, it was time to create a workspace that fosters focus and productivity. So I closed out of all unnecessary tabs. I shut down my email. I made sure my work focus mode was on so I wouldn't receive any distracting notifications. I put on my noise canceling headphones. And I turned on an autumn jazz playlist. I recently asked you on Instagram for your favorite playlists that were instrumental or lo-fi, and you all came through. And that autumn jazz playlist, highly recommend. With the jazz playing in the background, I cranked up my walking speed, and then I set my kitchen timer for 25 minutes. It's my little Pomodoro timer that I bought on Amazon, and it's very simple. I love that it's not a timer on my phone or my computer because there are so many distractions that can come with that. So I literally just take my little kitchen timer and I dial it to 25 minutes, press the button, and that be that. Just like that, I was in the zone. And by the time the timer went off, I had made a significant dent in my first task, which was scripting for my next podcast episode. And quick tip for my fellow writers out there, Talking out loud while writing can really help get those creative juices flowing. It's something I used to do when I was studying in school. I would just read it out loud and pretend like I was teaching myself. And for some reason, this really worked well for me. And it's just funny how some things never change. So what about you? Do you have any unconventional tips or tricks that help you stay focused and get work done? I would love to hear them. Feel free to shoot me an email or tag me on social media. Let's swap ideas. Number five, take delicious breaks. After a couple rounds of Pomodoro, I got a solid stretch of work done. My stomach started to growl, so it was time for lunch. Lately, or more like usually, I am craving something warm and brothy. I love Korean soups, Asian soups, anytime, anywhere. So I decided to make some tofu and chicken miso soup with lots of spinach, green onions, ginger. It was so delicious. While the rice was cooking, I sat outside with Andrew and we read on our Kindles while the dogs lounged by our sides. It was rainy outside. It was a really cozy, cozy, cozy vibe. Then after I made lunch, my cousin happened to call me. So we caught up for a bit. We talked about yoga we talked about the book Fourth Wing and how excited we are that the second book, Iron Flame, is coming out on November 7th. Anyone else? Anyone else is excited? I'm pretty sure I'm going to be taking off work November 7th and 8th, maybe doing a reading vlog. Like I said, I'm going to pretend to be a little bookstagrammer, a book YouTuber, booktuber. <laughs> Anyways, it was a lovely break. You can watch more in the vlog, but I was really able to give my brain a break from work. Breaks are just so important, and even though we say it, how often are we truly, truly doing it? By loosely following the Pomodoro technique, where I set a timer, take a break, reset, it's really encouraged me to work in sprints. So I'll set the timer for 20 to 30 minutes, take a break when the timer goes off, walk around, get up, and then reset. And that's what's working for me right now. So there are so many different tools and tips and tricks out there. Try different things out and see what sticks and what works for you. While my previous points align chronologically with what I actually did yesterday, I wanted to squeeze in a valuable thought for point six, and that is to work with what you have and meet yourself where you're at. As a content creator, I often draw inspiration from my current life. So when I appear happy in my videos, it's a reflection of my actual feelings. On the flip side, when I'm feeling disoriented and chaotic in my brain, I cannot just pretend everything is fine. I really 
I don't have a poker face. So ultimately, it's why I decided to pick up my camera and vlog my day. And you know, maybe it's a mundane video for some, it's boring, but I know for others, it could be a reminder that we all experience these very human emotions and we all struggle with motivation at one point or another. So I wanted to show up as I am, work with what I have, and I ended up creating something. I created a vlog. I also ended up recording this podcast and I feel in alignment with my truth all at the same time. It makes me feel so much more connected to this community when I can be open in these moments instead of just trying to glaze over it. Of course, this is just a tiny blip of my life. It's not the full picture, but in any case, I truly believe meeting yourself where you're at and creating from that place is still very much worth exploring. Maybe there's a nugget, something you can take with you. Last but not least, number seven, maybe it's a little cliche, but a little gratitude goes a long way. When I'm feeling stuck or unmotivated, taking a moment to reflect on the things I'm grateful for really helps to shift my perspective. And it takes me out of that negative headspace brings me back to a place of more positivity and appreciation for my life. Was yesterday the best day ever? Nope. Was it the worst? No, not at all. Yesterday, I felt incredibly grateful to have a job that allows me the flexibility to work from home and create something meaningful out of virtually nothing and just be myself. There are moments when I really wish and crave a more behind the scenes role. Sometimes I crave working solely on my computer away from the camera. For me, there are definitely days, even months, when being on camera or having to speak is the last thing I wanna do. And my line of work inherently ties my face and voice to my content. However, yesterday I realized that what sometimes feels like a drawback can actually be an advantage. So I felt the gratitude and most immediately I could feel a weight lifting off of my shoulders. Now I'd love to know how do you practice gratitude in your daily life? Do you have a routine? Do you journal? Is this something you do in the moment when you need a little pick me up or is it something that you do before you lay your head down and go to bed at night? What does practicing gratitude look like in your life? Let me know, hit me up. All right, friends, as we wrap up today's episode, I wanna leave you with a few parting thoughts. We've walked through the steps I just took yesterday to get back into my groove. And I hope that by sharing my own journey, you found something that resonates with you. Just remember, motivation isn't always something that's just lying around, ready to be picked up whenever we need it. Sometimes it's something we have to actively choose and cultivate from within ourselves. What I found is that one tiny step at a time can then create a ripple effect on your day. So whether that's simply taking a break, getting dressed for the day, making your favorite drink, picking one task that you wanna start with, just starting somewhere that has the power to unlock the rest of your day and turn your day around. On those tough days, it's okay to acknowledge how you're feeling, take a deep breath, and just gently remind yourself that this moment is just a small blip in your greater journey and you have the power to make it a great day if that's what you want. Embrace where you are, work with what you have. Life is full of ups and downs, but it's in these moments of struggle that we often find our true strength and resilience. We are so resilient. That word just keeps coming up this year. I feel like that is maybe my actual word of the year, resilience. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it, rate this podcast, share it with a friend. Your support means the world to me. And until next time, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. I'll talk to you soon. Bye friends.